Welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And today, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some decorations. Mm. Um, because, you know, like one does, I always want to try and brag about my good Halloween finds. Um, and that usually goes fine on Instagram, but sometimes when I try to talk to, you know, my family, real life people, they do not know what I'm talking about. Um, and I was trying to tell my family how excited I was about the ghost blow mold that I got at Michael's. Oh, and they yeah. were like, what's that? What are you talking about? Uh, so apparently that's not a term that everybody knows. Uh, so today we're going to talk about blow molds, oh, um, their history and how they became part of Halloween decor. I almost bought that blow mold the other day and I'm still thinking about it. So you should. I really definitely cute. know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's very cute. That was actually the only thing that I bought. I was like the rest of this I will like come back and see when there's you know like a good deal there are a few things that I've you know got my eye on but I was like I gotta have this one right now <laughs> yeah he's so cute he is so cute um so if you do not know what I mean when I say blow mold um you still have probably seen one um you just don't know that's what <laughs> they're called in the, in the industry um so these are hollow plastic figurines um they are often illuminated inside um, they are most commonly seen as Christmas decorations, um, but they are certainly not limited to Christmas um, and haven't been throughout their history. Uh, so let's dive into it. Uh, blow molds get their name from the process used to make them, which is blow molding. Um, so the <laughs> aptly way, named. The aptly named. Um, <laughs> so the way that it works is so you have like your you have a mold of a pumpkin or a Santa Claus and whatever. And it has a hole in the bottom and then you have a tube of plastic and you warm up the plastic so that it's flexible put the tube of plastic in through that bottom hole and then you blow compressed air into the tube until it expands to then fit the mold and then you can remove the mold and it cools down and there you go you have a little hollow molded plastic guy um so this was have that tiny little hole in the bottom they do <laughs> they do they do and they often have like a little seam Mm -hmm. from where the mold separates um so this process was inspired by glass blowing um so a lot of glass objects were also made this way um and the first commercial blow molding machine was created by we've got well i'll, I'll say we've got one good name and one like fine name um so <laughs> the fine name we've got uh william kapitke and then we've got enoch ferngren who sounds like a DD character so also, Enoch is the like yes, yeah, yes, over the garden wall. <laughs> yes, I was thinking about that. Very, um, very appropriate. Mm -hmm. Um, so they invented this blow molding machine in 1938, um, and so there were some plastic products kind of created this way through the 40s, um, but it didn't really fully take off until later. Um, and fun fact: this is actually how plastic soda bottles are made. Oh, I did not know that. That's cool. Yes. Um, so that is the the method by which they are made. And apparently there was, um, they started in Germany in like 1939. So like immediately after making these plastic soda bottles. Uh, but the U.S. did not start doing plastic soda bottles until 1977. Oh, wow. That was, there was like a little, because I was like, oh, I'm interested in this. And apparently it was like, they went from zero to like 
so many millions like instantly <laughs> when they switched they, over because plastic <laughs> yep because we we americans do like our soda i say with a plastic bottle of mountain dew are you holding right mountain here, dew right now reach. yeah <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> um so like i said uh the blow molding technology didn't take off like right away um but the first like majorly popular blow mold decoration actually wasn't tied to a holiday at all do you, can you guess what this was mitch what what what's the year we're looking at uh that was i said hint it was created in 1957. 57 okay uh, i'm gonna is it like a poodle or something like a dog oh close it's the pink lawn flamingo oh the flamingo oh my the gosh pink of flamingo. course yes um so the pink flamingo uh was designed by don featherstone as his second project after graduating from art school oh wow wild so like he graduated from art school he got this job at union products which made like some plastic lawn decorations and this he designed a duck first and then he designed <laughs> the iconic pink flamingo oh my gosh um, yeah i guess those are blow molded i never really are. thought about yep. it like that but that's i know that's me funny. neither when i was like reading through it i was like the pink flamingo i was like what i guess you're right those are a little blow molded plastic you put guy something on, some on a stand and suddenly i forget <laughs> that it's plastic blow mold yeah <laughs> right um so that's definitely i would say the most widely purchased and most famous blow mold decoration in the world um don continued to design blow molds for union products and actually eventually bought the company um nice. so a lot of his designs are still super widely collectible um, to this day uh, blow molds got super popular in the 50s through the 70s um they started to lose some prominence like once we got into the 80s and 90s and a lot of the american manufacturers of them um shut down in kind of the 90s 2000s era uh, but there is a big resurgence in their popularity today. Um, mm -hmm. So there's certainly a lot of interest in vintage blow molds. And as Midge and I mentioned, starting off the episode, um, there are also a lot of modern reproductions of um, kind of classic designs, as well as some new ones uh, that are coming out. Uh, some molds are made with colored plastic, um, but the majority of them are painted after the plastic is molded. And definitely if they have like, additional like it may be like a base of like orange plastic but with like black painted on um so when you see vintage ones you'll often see that the paint is kind of flaking or fading and you mm -hmm. want to be really careful when you're cleaning those uh, not to further damage uh, the paint does your and, family have yeah. any vintage blow molds at, well they don't know what a blow mold is apparently so maybe not <laughs> well hilariously we do <laughs> they just didn't know the word for we it just didn't know that which is why it was so easy um so we have a like a five foot tall santa claus oh nice um, blow mold who always was out on the front porch um during the holiday season i'm not sure if he's like vintage vintage or if he's just like from the 80s but sure. when they were like what's a blow mold i was like it's like santa and they were like oh <laughs> what about you midge do you have any any blow molds in your life we do yeah we had the like the classic jack-o-lantern one that nice. everyone you know had and i i think that's probably again i think ours is probably like a 90s repo mm -hmm. re repo repro <laughs> of mm -hmm. um of the the 
the classic um but we we always had that one and then we have like a frosty the snowman also in his little like blue jacket but that's when you were saying they're like painted on i was Mm -hmm. like yeah because our frosty my dad has had to do several rounds of paint repair on frosty (laughs) over the years because his (laughs) his blue jacket has started to flake and his little carrot nose has seen better days Yeah, I always remember not to not to get more Christmas in here, but like seeing the like blow mold like nativity scenes. Oh, <laughs> around. yeah. And yeah. I was always just kind of like, this is wild. You've just got to light up Mary right out there in your yard. Um, fun fact, shout out to my friend Anne, uh, who we've talked about on the pod before, who does the Victorian hair art. Mm-hmm. She also has like a, a Catholic bathroom. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like yes. with full of just like religious iconography and she found a a mary from a a, Bl- a blomo mary from a nativity scene that she has purchased and just has a light up mary in her, <laughs> in her house it's like surprise possession <laughs> <laughs> love that um so as we've kind of said um christmas blow molds were definitely like the most popular and are like most collectible today but halloween uh was definitely a close second there are a lot of halloween blow molds out there and while i was researching this i discovered a website um, which is called blow molded it is blowmolded.com and it is basically an encyclopedia of like pretty much any blow mold <laughs> that's, oh, that's ever been cool. made which is very nifty um, very useful to you know kind of look through if you are trying to identify one or if you're trying to find specific ones so like you can search by company or the producer and then you can also go through the categories so i thought we'd just break it down through some other halloween blow mode subcategories boots, boots, boots. i was going um, it down <laughs> yes uh first up we've got animals um this is mostly black cats and owls surprisingly few bats i would have expected more bats there's really yeah i can't i don't think i've ever seen a bat blow mold i would love one yeah um there there have been a few that existed um that have been documented on blow molded (laughs) but they're definitely the minority and i did not see i don't think i saw like any spider ones um but i guess those are those are the creatures that make a lot of sense um the next category was candles uh, yeah lots of candles <laughs> <laughs> i really do like the the little like noel candles and stuff. i always think mm-hmm. those are really like cozy looking yes and there are um halloween ones that are they have some uh, that i saw that are similar to i remember i think you bought these at uh, traditions the like sculpted ones with the face oh yeah there yeah. are some like full-size like blow mold versions oh i've never seen those. that are like That's that cool. which are pretty cool um the next so we'll we'll get to it uh, the next category was candy um there were only there were two candy corns i don't know <laughs> if this deserved a category uh but that's okay um, they didn't fit anywhere else <laughs> well that's hmm, i i have some commentary coming oh, coming up oh no okay um, uh we've got cauldrons huge variety of cauldrons which makes sense because you see those all the time and this also so it doesn't just um include like illuminated like blow molds on here yeah so it includes That's, I guess, all just, those like plastic yeah. cauldrons from mm-hmm. when we were kids were probably blow mold plastic like the ones that had the, the lip over them exactly yeah yep. yep i even i have one from target from like two years ago that i think is probably blow molded and i'm like yeah. oh 
There you go. Oh, uh, I just had a realization, but I feel like you're probably going to get to it. So I'm going to wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a pin in that. And if you don't right. get to it, we'll come back. Sounds good. Uh, the next category was characters. Um, you've got a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, pretty good amount of Disney. Like a lot of like Mickey Pumpkins mm -hmm. and things like that. Or like, I think, I don't know if they're from the 90s or if they seem, they seemed like things I would see recently, but like Ghost Mickey and Minnie blow molds. I think oh, those are uh -huh. fairly recent. Um, also a weird amount of Winnie the Pooh characters like on jack-o'-lanterns and i was like this seems like an odd an odd choice but i guess like the hundred acre wood was kind of very like autumnal a lot of the time yeah. so maybe people associate that with like fall i don't know makes sense <laughs> <laughs> uh the next category was devils um and again there were like three of those um so not not a super popular option <laughs> i i don't know if i've ever seen a devil blow mole is it the full no. body or just a head um i think they were all heads oh i'm gonna be you've opened up a can of worms i'm gonna be on this site later being like making yes. a wish list right of vintage blow yeah i was gonna say so i um not so this is not a, a blow there's also moldorama where they mm. have like a little like machine that blows and i have a devil head moldorama yeah i have um I've got a creature that was made that way. Ooh. And then I, um, what else? I've got like a little, I think it is a little devil head from the like yes. New Orleans area of like Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have a bunch of Moldorama machines at the Milwaukee Zoo. Oh, um, fun. So you can collect a lot of those. And like they obviously have, you know, regular animals during most of the time. Um, but then in autumnal times, they'll switch in uh some spooky Ooh, some spooky, spooky, spooky animals mm -hmm. Fun. um next category was discs um so there was discs <laughs> yeah so there was like one so one manufacturer bud jrz solutions just made like a line of like certain like discs that have like a halloween graphic on them that okay. are on the base and i was like all right are um, they three-dimensional or are they just flat i mean they're three the the disc is three dimension like it's like a, a like a thick coin and does it like hang on a wall um they had like a little like black base okay. on them so it just like sat on it it was like a tabletop or there were like two that were on like lampposts kind of poles okay i was not impressed with the discs <laughs> <laughs> discs interesting right and in a callback to the true icon, we have the flamingo category um, Ooh, where you've got the skelamingo and the skelamingos. <laughs> Love those guys. Uh, we had gargoyles, which also was not a big category, but seems like it makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. that is a kind of good option for a, for a blow moldy decor kind of thing. Mm hmm. Uh, then we had ghosts, of course, an extremely popular category. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lots and lots of ghosts. Also, like, mostly ghosts with pumpkins, I think. Yeah, a lot of ghosts with, like, pumpkin, ghosts with skull, ghosts with black cat, ghosts with... <laughs> yep, yep. And I guess it makes sense because a ghost by itself is kind of boring, so it helps like to, like, amorphous add a little, little colorful something on there and not just be like, I made this big white blob. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was another category that didn't have very many, but was very cool, was haunted houses. 
Oh. So they were just like little, like how you imagine. I mean, I guess I, I can't say little. I do not know what the size of these things are. <laughs> um, but like how you would get like a tabletop haunted house, but it was all just like a plastic. I do one. actually, I am familiar with one um, that it was orange and it like had black painted yeah, yep. details. And it's really cool. I mean, it's very hyper detailed. Um, and that I now that I am thinking about it, I have seen that one once before. Um, yeah, they're probably like, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing like, you can see my hands are like, yay big. No, <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, they're I, probably did, like, I, I did my hands too. when I was saying, yeah. but no, they're yeah. Tabletop. They're, they're small, yeah. but they're really cool. Yes. Uh, the next category was lamps. And I know you and I both have a light up pumpkin on a lamp post. Yes. From from Target. From Target. Um, <laughs> that was that was the primary. Um, lamps were pretty much all light up pumpkins <laughs> on top of things. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. And then here here is where I have a bone to pick with blow molded. Okay. We come to the miscellaneous category. Okay. And I don't know if this is just like my nerdy side or if it's my neurodivergent side, but I like putting things in categories. And this miscellaneous category is giving me hives because I do not understand why things are in this category and why other things have their own categories. I also so, feel like we haven't talked about like jack-o'-lanterns or pumpkins at all. Those are, are still coming. In Sorry. Oh, I was like, are those in miscellaneous? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going in alphabetical order. <laughs> so we've, we've okay. hit M for miscellaneous. Okay, um, okay. But so like, I understand that they probably, I think they made categories for the Christmas section and then kept some of them so like that's why like candy has its own category but okay. in here there are multiple horror items there are multiple types of aliens like signs that are just like things with text there's a bunch of creepy eyes the sandworm is in here which i would argue should be in characters uh, yeah and I just, in general, feel like it's weird that, like, discs gets its own category <laughs> when it should probably just be here in miscellaneous and some of these other ones should go elsewhere. You should write a strongly worded letter to them. Strongly worded <laughs> letter. Like, I've got some feedback well, for you. Listen, the user experience is not I, I was just I was just going to say, uh, it's probably also just that, like, literally a big part of my job is trying to, like, sort things into groupings that people will... <laughs> right easily understand and i'm like no this doesn't make sense why is all of this in miscellaneous um this next category is monsters and it's literally only frankensteins oh and i'm like there are a bunch of things like i would have put like the aliens and like there's like creepy mm -hmm. zombie heads in miscellaneous that should all go into monsters in my yeah. opinion yeah i would i would be inclined to agree <laughs> thank thank you for your support mitch <laughs> absolutely my pleasure um next up we have pompkins there they are um so unsurprisingly this is where it's at this is what the people want um <laughs> it's just pumpkins pumpkins all the way down um i do have to give a shout out um so like 90 percent of these blow molds are just like descriptively what they are so it's just like pumpkin scarecrow pumpkin grumpy pumpkin um sure. but we do have in the pumpkin section mr toot toot the pumpkin <laughs> with the noisemaker nose Not who is from the 60s <laughs> <laughs> mr toot toot 
also what I call my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, how does this noise, like, is it just from like the wind blowing on it? Because otherwise, like the noisemakers inside. You have to blow into the pumpkin's nose. Right? I was like, how do I do this? Because <laughs> I was, I guess I was picturing like a kazoo or something. And I'm sure. like, but you have to blow into one end of the kazoo. And how do you do that when it's part of a mold? I was not able to find additional information about Mr. Toot Toot. <laughs> Disappointing. Disappointing. If Getting anyone out. Podcast if, zero stars. <laughs> if anyone out there is a Toot Toot head, like, please let me know give Tell me the details give me the details on mr toot toot we need a t-shirt that says ask me about mr toot toot <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, the next category was scarecrows um a lot of these were also in fact pumpkins <laughs> so <laughs> what makes it what why aren't they just in the pumpkin category do they have a you. hat they did have hats. So they were yeah, like scarecrows with pumpkin with faces. But yeah, okay. I guess. Um, then we've got skulls and skeletons, which is self explanatory. Sure. Does what it says on the tin. Um, then we had sticks and maracas. Um, <laughs> so there were like a couple of noisemakers, but also apparently in the 1960s, it was just a thing to put just like a Halloween, a ball shaped Halloween thing on the end of a stick. Just work because um they well, these were all these were all labeled spook sticks yeah i mean halloween noisemakers even in like the 20s and 30s were like a big thing yeah it was like a, that making noise on halloween was like a, a deal <laughs> so <laughs> that that doesn't completely surprise me no yeah we love to make noise on halloween <laughs> we do that's true my favorite activity <laughs> this time of year um we've got uh tombstones also self-explanatory not a lot of tombstones i think that like mm. foam tombstones are definitely more more the vibe but there is one that is my my holy grail Ooh. item Ooh. there uh the please I, describe I don't, it for us Mitch. i'm not sure if it's I'm, I'm assuming it would fall into the tombstone category it is a tombstone blow mold um that says trick or treat and it has like a bat in the corner and it has what looks to be like john zacherly like <laughs> it's um like a ghoul face with hands mm -hmm. like wrapping around the top corner of it uh i really really like that tombstone and it's it's hard to come by a and then when you do come by it it's frequently um either all the paint is gone off of it mm -hmm. or a lot of people have tried to repaint it really badly oh. <laughs> as well i've seen it on my facebook marketplace a couple times and people like have just botched it beyond where i could it's, possibly it, fix it it's like that smudge jesus <laughs> literally yeah vibe. <laughs> yes yeah uh, how so could you do this to zacherly how could you do this to zacherly um yeah so if i ever if i ever come across that one that'll be that's end game is the the tombstone blow mold yes Oh man, um, the not very exciting category of totems, which I would call stacks. We're not gonna go there with that, but that's also a, a small category of just stacked up things. Stacked um, up things. Vampires, not a whole lot of these. Which no, but the ones that there are very cool. Very cool. Yes. There's a there's an, another another holy grail that actually someone came by one of my 
friends that sells online came by the the like Dracula Dracula one recently. Oh, so good. And she had it up for sale and I was like, "Do I spend my life savings on this?" <laughs> Maybe. 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 Um we have witches um which is also a small category but an enticing one mm-hmm. and i actually just ordered a repro witch blow mold um, on a, a little, little bit of an impulse buy <laughs> on instagram uh, <laughs> I love that. just who, who, i was what company remade it um i'm not sure it was from amazon i don't know who i didn't i it was such an impulse i was literally lying in bed and um <laughs> uh <laughs> modern june cleaver posted it in her story oh, and it's like a little orange witch wearing a black mask and oh, she cute. was like just bought this here's the link and i was like well fuck, i'm buying yeah. that <laughs> i'm buying that right now so That's i'm cute. looking forward to that um and then finally there were wreaths which i think is also a leftover kind of from the christmas section because there were like three of these also sure not really deserving of its own category but that's okay you're doing your best blow molded i just have a few minor suggestions <laughs> i just have a bone or two to pick with you just a bone or two to pick with you oh uh, well i feel like we we've we talked about a bunch of blow molds that we have admire yearn for are there any other blow molds that kind of come to mind for you or have you kind of covered all the ones that you're into I mean, I really, really do love the very old school ones, like some of the originals in the yeah. orange plastic, um, which I mean, I think we've all probably seen, you know, Michaels and even Walmart the last couple of years have um, done reproductions of those that I think mm-hmm. are fairly successful. Like they're yeah, certainly, agree. yeah, they. I mean, they're not, they're not the real deal, but they look pretty darn close. Um I also got a really cute blow mold from, again, I think it was Walmart two years ago. It's a spooky tree and he has like a scary kind of creepy face. And then the, the light inside is like a flame light. Oh, Um, I'm into that. Yeah. He's really, really cool. Um, I'm a, I'm a connoisseur, a collector of all things blow mold. If (laughs) I, if I find anything that looks blow mold-esque, I'm probably going to buy it unless it's, unless the sculpt is super weird. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm trying to think if there's any others that are in my, my must-haves. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm going to return to my thing though. Oh Um, yeah. Because you did not hit it, but I'm realizing treat pails are probably all blown yes they are like the the pumpkins yep Mm -hmm. yeah because i'm I'm like oh yeah they all have that little um kind of flat lip around the top from the mold (laughs) yes that is that is a good call out because in fact they do have treat pails on blow molded but they were listed separately from halloween decorations they have like a separate treat pail category so you can go and browse a selection of them if you would like to because look i think you know this this uh, i've had just excellent luck on facebook marketplace the last like eight months you really have you've been on <laughs> been, fire on facebook i've been finding the wildest stuff um but i bought some vintage treat pails and one of them was one i had never seen before it's technically labeled as a frankenstein one but it mm-hmm. looks very much like lurch from the adams family yeah. um and he's definitely blow molded and i mean they all are but that one you can like tell and he looks old it's so cool and 
that I, I think I really like ghoul face things yeah, like, like monster faces <laughs> and stuff so the, anything in that range would be something I'm uh I'm very interested in purchasing <laughs> yes yeah I I actually do not own any vintage blow molds and oh, I'm really? hoping okay. to start collecting some well so the issue the issue for me has always been like they're just big and sure I, you know you was in just a life. one bedroom apartment i was like there's where would i put any absolutely um so i'm excited uh, to hopefully start buying some now that i have more space i really love um like the pumpkins that have like trick and treat in their mouth oh yes i yeah. would really love um to own some of those as well as just like collecting some now because one of the things i love about blow molds is they're super light <laughs> so right. like they're really easy to like move around and place places, but you just have to have like room to put them somewhere because they, they do not like compress or anything. You can't like deflate them for, right. for storage. Um, but I am really excited. Like, I mean, I know that obviously like a lot of collectors, you know, are very strict about which molds they're into in what eras. Um, but I'm glad that we're seeing a resurgence of these at a variety of price points. Uh, Cause it's a really mm -hmm. good way to kind of get, that nostalgic vibe um and i did want to shout out um if you are a blow mold fan or if you didn't know you were but after we've been talking about this you're like man i want to see some of those um definitely check out halloween homemaker um on instagram yes, marsh has, has an so amazing much. amazing collection of blow molds and actually has been selling a few of them so oh have you, they I they know. have um, i've so missed them are looking i know i need to i need to poke on in there i think they paused on it but they had a few that they were selling um mm. but just also just brings life to them in really exciting ways like they make such cool like vignettes and really mm -hmm. like recreate them um so highly recommend checking them out giving them a follow another awesome halloween creator yes if you um got miranda's spooky little halloween magazine there was a feature on marsh and how they <gasps> use um Marsh is really excellent at uh, shifting their decor throughout the seasons. Yes. Like making their Halloween decor into other times of year decor. And I love, they'll like do really cute stuff with their jack-o'-lanterns where they'll put like flowers over the eyes in the spring or like mm -hmm. different things with their blow molds. And it's always so cute. Uh, I really yes. admire the way they make their decor versatile that's awesome oh and that is a good plug i actually i just got my copy of the magazine in the mail so i haven't I had a chance too. to read it yet um but if you guys out there are interested um spooky little halloween um has released her third annual halloween magazine and you'll even see an ad for your favorite podcast yeah, you might see some it. ghouls in there if you pick it up you can see some blow mold you can see some ghouls all sorts of good stuff um highly recommend um yeah that was my little look into the world of halloween blow molds um i hope that maybe you learned something maybe you just enjoyed uh, my frustration <laughs> at categorization <laughs> systems whatever floats your boat whatever. we're happy you're here <laughs> um if you did enjoy listening to the podcast it would mean so much to us if you would take the time to leave us a review um and i believe midge has a review to share with us I do. This is a five-star review from, I hope I'm going to say this correctly, Shamari Morea. 
my fave spooky pod in all caps with mm. a cute little microphone and jack-o'-lantern. It looks like the jack-o'-lantern's talking into the microphone emoji. Excellent. I really like that. That's us. <laughs> Uh, I love that these ghouls teach me new things and make me roll around and laugh by listening to this podcast. There's never a dull moment and they keep you engaged in the topics. And I was never a podcast kind of ghoul. Love this so much. Stay spooky always. Ghost emoji, spider emoji, orange heart. (laughs) Thank you, ghoul. I love when we can uh, convert non-pod people into pod people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the dark side. Welcome, foolish mortals. Uh. (laughs) all right friends um if you would like to follow along with the pod and see what we're up to you can find us over on instagram at ghouls night in pod and if you are looking for me you can find me across the internet at penny snark and you can find me across the web at midge munster and until next time good